everyone. Welcome everybody to the Coach's Corner. This is David Stearns joined with our new coach. It's Anthony De Palma. And uh, what, do you, what do you prefer to go by? Do you go by Tony or just Anthony or? No, I just go by Anthony. Okay. Anthony, yeah. Good. Short and simple. All right. Well, you got quite the track record here. Well, I mean, you come into the season right now. The season's just about three quarters over, and uh, Steve Larry wanted a little bit of a change here, and he brought you in. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, the press release just details you out as like a you got a rap sheet. I'll tell you that right now. All these achievements <laughs> and championships, and well, why don't you tell us for yourself who you are? Uh, you want me to go forwards or backwards? Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the most recent stuff because I mean most of the recent stuff is AJHL hockey, and I, I think that's pretty much what everybody's more interested in right now. But I mean, hell, you're an ex-pro. I mean, you played your time at Hamilton in Quinnipiac. You have quite the storied history. But what, like, I guess take it however you prefer. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's why. Yeah, it's probably more recent. Uh, junior Flyers. I was assistant coach with Jerry Domish there. Um, so, yeah, I guess almost three quarters of the season I was there. Um, did a lot of the recruiting and everything with them and helped uh, to kind of get the kids into college. I worked a lot more with the defensemen than I did the forwards during the season and the goalies, rather. Um, prior to that, during the summer, like I said, I did recruiting for him and everything. And then before that, I was at Wilkesbury as a head coach in the first season. I got hired there probably three weeks before the first trial, so I had three weeks to get actually enough kids for a junior A and B team in there. Oh, wow. Which, right, you know, number-wise, I, I think I pulled in over 80 kids for trials for the first trial in three weeks. So, you know, it was a hustle but and a little of a grind, but it ended up working out pretty well. Filled up the both A and the B roster. Um, so having a first-time season there with a team that never had junior hockey was a challenge and it was fun. And then Prior to that, I think uh, I think almost three years, three or four years with uh, the Hartford Junior Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. I came in. This I'll have to kind of go back from the beginning of the Hartford Wolfpack. Uh, I filled in for their old coach pops they had there. Uh, it just wasn't working out. And I came in kind of like this three quarters of the season, uh, filled in as a coach for the both the A and the B team. And then the following seasons, uh, Chris Lavella ended up coming in, and um, it was a better fit for me to be an assistant. He was in the, uh, the league, of, I think, almost three years prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I also played college with him and played a little play. So he had a good report, and it worked out really good. Where, you know, I looked at the fact that he was a forward, and he was a head coach. You know, he, he, you know, he didn't go by labels, but it just worked out better. And then um, when Wilkes-Barre was going to put out the team, they reached out to Harper Wolfpack, and they uh, put me up there as the head coach. All right, so, now, yeah, it's been a long ride. <laughs> kind of a weird ride, a windy road, but well, up, uh, here now. <laughs> four years of experience in AJHL hockey, that's not that bad. I mean, that's pretty good. And, um, you know, building off of the fact that you were a defenseman with uh, Quinnipiac University, um, you said that you had worked with the defense with Jerry Domish's uh, team. Um, that's certainly something I think that the junior nationals are in a little bit of help, uh, you know, kind of improving on after witnessing, you know, the first batch of games here in, in my inaugural season with the junior Nats. Um, what what kind of qualities do you have as a defenseman that you're going to try to instill in these kids? Because I, you're still the all-time goal leader for defense at Quinnipiac, if I understand that correctly. Yeah, something like that. I got a couple points when I was there. <laughs> All lucky, though. 
Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's tough. You know, you know, Troy had his hands full definitely with you know a newer team and trying to get everything in there and, and figuring out what kind of systems work. I'm a strong believer that you know, a good offense starts with a good defense. You got to take care of your D zone first. And anything that builds from there is a plus. So, you know, it'd be great to lower the shots against. Obviously, that will lower some of the goals against and take care of our D zone and try to, you know, try to get a good offensive attack going from there in throwing these systems. But I don't want to rock the boat too much. I don't want to throw too much for everyone too quick because that also, you know, you can shut down from that. So I just want to try to keep it, you know, in hockey terms, simple, stupid, and try to go from there. Now, I want to add, I want to get these kids that start having fun too. You know, mm-hmm. it's tough when you're losing to enjoy what you're doing. So if I could get the guys to have fun, play hard, and you know compete, that's going to be a plus. Well, with as many games that you have left in this season, I mean, it's kind of a tough time to come in considering you know. There's just maybe almost, uh, I say, about 14 games left here. If you want to include in uh, the additional three games that are, I guess, not scheduled in, I guess, with the AJHL, with we have the uh, Northwood Prep School coming up, and then the two EJHL games. I guess that would be a good uh, time for you to showcase what you have in store for these guys. But um, do, do you think that adversely affects you know the team? It, like you have a short window of time to kind of show what you can do with this team, but um, I mean, has there? Do you think that this is going to be uh, something that could possibly have a negative impact, or do you think it's going to be more of a positive building type of uh, relationship to start here with just you know 17 games, 14 games, however you want to see it to go? My goal is to make it a positive rebuilding kind of feeling to it. Um, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to put it. You know, kind of going back to how I said I don't want to rock the boat and keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. And to make it positive, you know, of course we want to win and stuff and get it, you know, as many wins as you can in any game, in any sport. But to make them a little more competitive, to get, you know, closer scores, all that, you kind of, even though it's not a win, you've got to look at it as a plus. So if we could get it to be fun and be competitive and where the kids are like, okay, you know what? There's something changing here. It's for the better. You know, I mean, I want to come back next year. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Those are wins in my book, as far as where you know the team may be right now, and and try to build for the future. It's going to be a you know a road, a long road to travel, but if we can rebuild and everyone on a positive note, then that's going to be a plus. Now, I was talking with Sean Fry, the broadcaster for the Junior Flyers, and he kind of brought up an interesting point, and I'm sure you've seen enough AJHL games this season to kind of get an understanding of where this is going. You know, um, the Little Flyers had beat the Junior Flyers during the season, and the Junior Nationals had beat the Little Flyers, but then the Junior Flyers beat the Junior Nationals. You get my logic here. Do you think it's really anybody's game at this point? I mean, do you think that there is an opportunity here for the Junior Nationals to go, you know, pull off um, maybe 500 or better in the remaining games? Oh, anything can happen, that's for sure. I mean, kids are young. You know, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of inconsistencies throughout the teams and sometimes in the league. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. And part of what I want to build on is consistency. So if we do accomplish that, then, yeah, anything can happen. We could hopefully, you know, that'd be great. That'd be huge if we went 500 for the rest of the season. That'd be Mm -hmm. unbelievable. (laughs) 
Well, it's something definitely to shoot for, but uh, uh, looking ahead at the first three games that you have on your schedule as the new coach for the Junior Nationals, um, what are you looking to do exactly, I mean, as far as, uh, like, I don't, I don't want to have you reveal your entire, you know, methodology and systems of coaching, but um, what is it that you want to do? I mean, these guys have kind of been together for three quarters of a season now, and we don't exactly expect you to come in and shake up the locker room and throw everybody off and bring in a bunch of B kids or do anything drastic. Um, I know that you were saying that you want to keep it simple, you know, simple, stupid in hockey um, just for what games you do have left. But is there anything particular that we should be looking for? I mean, you only have a handful of practices before you take this team on the road. Um. You know, for this first week going into against the EJ teams in Northwood, my main focus is our league games. So especially coming in, I, I think I have three days of practice with the kids. Really, I just want to learn who these guys are, who mm-hmm. each kid is, you know, what kind of person each kid is individually, you know, because some kids, you, you got to learn how to, you know, reach them in the right way, whether it's, you know, talking to them, yelling at them, you know, mm-hmm. some kids shut down when you yell at them, some kids, you know, respond to it. So my goal is really to try to learn how each kid is individually, what he reacts to, and how he performs. And then try to figure out who molds together well. You know, maybe the lines are all set and they're working great. Maybe a couple things I might be able to tweak and get a little more out of them and things like that. So it's going to be, I think I'm going to learn more from them this first week or two than possibly they may learn from me. Now, I got to ask you about your previous experience in the UHL, CHL, and AHL, a bunch of HLs. Um, how was that experience for you? Because, I mean, you're one of those stories of, you know, going from junior hockey playing for the Hartford Junior Whalers into Quinnipiac University, one of the better teams, you know, if my mind serves me correctly, it was always Quinnipiac that gave my former alma mater, Mercyhurst College, a lot of trouble in the rink. Um, so oh, yeah. <laughs> just moving up through the ranks like that, you know, going from juniors to collegiate to, you know, the AHL and CHL and UHL, uh, how did that work for you? I mean, that, you said just before we took the uh, the interview here that you've been playing since you were four years old? Yeah, four years old. That's quite a history. <laughs> I had uh, two older brothers and older sisters, and they were playing, and I just kind of kept following the lead. Wow, so it, you were just guided, and it just took you all the way to the top, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was just luck, you know, time, right time, right place, right people sometimes. You know, you never know who's watching. Um, you know, I played high school hockey. It was like Division two high school hockey, public mm-hmm. high school. Um, I think my goalie, my senior year, the goalie was a baseball catcher. We just grabbed him because he could catch a baseball. He never skated before. So, you know, it was tough. And after high school, I thought I was just going to pretty much grab a shovel and go to work. And um, Dan McCarthy, the owner of the Hartford Wolfpack, mm-hmm. grabbed me after my last game. He said, oh, you want to play junior hockey? I didn't know anything about it. But I was like, yeah, go ahead and try I went out west, uh, Midwest to Michigan. I played in the North American Hockey League. Had a great year. Um, actually got a lot of interest in uh, D1 schools. And I, then I got sick. I have uh, Crohn's disease. Oh, okay. And so I started battling that. So I had to move back home to Connecticut. And I, that's when I played for the Junior uh, Whalers in the EJ. And, you know, I started a good season. You know, I was, I was you know, obviously a little above average. Um Quinnipiac was there since I was a midget. They were interested in me. And uh, it was the right time, right place. Again, you know, I commuted back and forth because it was only five minutes from my parents' house. I was going through a lot of testing with my Crohn's disease. So 
after the Junior Whalers, you know, we won a championship there. Uh, played on the All-Star team against the USHL and a bunch of other teams. Did well. Went to Quinnipiac. Had, you know, four fun, great seasons there. Should have had four championships there. We were in the finals pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, from there, I, I learned a lot, definitely. That was a big growing experience, especially from my freshman to sophomore year. Um, from there, I went to, um, I think it was uh, Columbus Cottonmouth in the CHL. Um, my fourth year of college, right after the season ended, I went in my amateur year and had a great season there. I actually lost in the final there, so I could have had uh, five rings in four years right there. <laughs> and uh, Actually, it would have been six because uh, Hartford, uh, or uh, sorry, Junior Whalers, mm-hmm. won the championship there. So, uh, you know, it was great. After that season, I that's when they had uh, McMoyler asked me to go to Hamilton camp. Did well there. I was up there for, I think, four months. Paul Julian was a coach, loved me. <laughs> and it was just, you know, hard work. And then I ended up in Memphis for two years. I uh, won a contract with Toronto. Did well there. We had two championships there. And then I ended up in uh, Richmond, Virginia, playing uh, uh, the Rivendell for two years there. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. And, and then I got away from hockey for a bit. I had a couple of businesses, and then uh, I had a chance to be an assistant coach at Quinnipiac. Returned the favor from, you know, what they gave me, and uh, it was a learning experience. I, I learned a lot in a quick time as as far as the game goes. It's a different game from a player to a coach. It's a whole different game, and it was great to learn it from uh, Quinnipiac. And then I started doing the junior hockey. Oh, wow. That is... <laughs> Like I said, that is quite a track record. And it just uh, you have the championship experience. You have yeah, as a player, and you know as a coach, you've risen through the ranks and started out as an assistant coach with Quinnipiac. That is some great stuff. <laughs> it this is the stuff yeah. I'm 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 definitely in love with. This is some really cool stuff, and I definitely look forward to seeing you behind the bench for the junior nationals. So congrats again on getting the position. Thank you, thank you. I'm real excited. Now, is there anything else you would like to add uh, to the uh, coach's corner? Because this is your corner. <laughs> You've inherited it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure in the future I'll be able to add a lot more as they get a little more acclimated to this uh, situation. But uh, for now, you know, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm appreciative to the opportunity uh, that Steve Larry has given me and the trust he's having me to bring me in at the end of the season uh, you know, hopefully bring some good things to the team and organization. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to really getting to know everyone and hopefully making a difference as a coach. All right. Well, we'll catch up with you after practices next week. And uh, just as we get set to go on the road, I will be joining the team on the road. We will have those games broadcasted on Ustream.tv and possibly FastHockey.com. Stay tuned for that information, folks. So, For the new coach, Anthony De Palma, this is David Stearns for Coach's Corner. We'll see you all next time.